You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue. The same king prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling, proudly brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound. We go harness racing today at Albion Park. Nine races there. We kick off at 1.47. We've got the first of our big nights set to be staged on Saturday night at Albion Park. It's a 10-race program. Fields were out last night. It's a great lineup. Several features. The Southeast Oaks, the Southeast Derby. We've got the final of the Daryl Alexander Trotting Championship Series. We've got the Fleur de Lille Ladyship Stakes for the Mayors. We've got the Mr. Feelgood Open, the Great Square, the Rising Sun, and a number of other good support races. So we are set for a huge night coming through on Saturday night. Those barrier draws were staged last night for both the Great Square and the Rising Sun. For those that are curious to know where Leap to Fame drew, Gate 7, the outside of the front row in the 2,138-metre feature, and with Tab immediately after that race, he was installed at $1.30. Now, as far as the great square is concerned, rocking with attitude drew gate two, but the favourite is the Victorian RC Phoenix. So there's not a great deal between them, but RC Phoenix unbeaten this campaign for Chris Venozio. He arrived across the weekend, and the horse is in tip-top shape. So he went up as the favourite with Tab. So we're going to be talking more about these uh, feature events right throughout the week. But last Saturday night, the Albion Park Carnival came to light with several features there. And one of the big winners was the Wondai's uh, Made Open going the way of the track record holder, Blank Sedan. So there was a lot of talk in lead-up about this race, how this race was going to play out. Would they get close to the track record, which is owned by Blank Sedan at 49-2? In the end, it was a mile rate of 151.6. Turn it up, went for an all-the-way victory. But Blank Sedan in a different role on Saturday night, coming through along the sprint lane. He's raced by Tari Dairy Farmer John Polson, and he's been kind enough to join us now. John, good morning. Congratulations. Thanks, Chris. It was a wonderful night. What were the expectations there? Because, like I said, there was so much talk about how this race was going to play out. You were drawn in gate one, but many expected him to be crossed, and then people were saying, oh, Pete's going to try and squeeze off and attack for the lead. What were your thoughts going into that race on the weekend? I, I thought... We might be able to just do a retake and turn it up and let us go. But I'm a really great grandstand driver, Chris, and so I usually get them very wrong. But, but um, Peter just tells me, don't say anything more. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to put bad ideas in his head, but it worked out great because we we didn't have too hard a run, but he didn't seem comfortable in there, but he still got it done. Okay, well, I wanted to just touch on that. So how refreshing was it for you as the owner and breeder of this horse that, you know, people probably have him pinned as a one-trick pony where he likes it rough and tough, but he proved there on Saturday night he's no one-trick pony. He's got different elements to his game now, so he can sit and sprint like he showed on the weekend. Yeah, so I just... uh, I always knew he could do it, though. He he, he sort of... he, He... um, he can bomb like that. That night that um, Colt Thirty One won his fiftieth race, we galloped halfway up the straight and we were coming from three rails. I think that night, and we only got beaten about a head or a neck. So that was mm. that was one of his great run on runs. And and his sectionals were always super. Like you can't 
you can't beat the clock. Yeah. When you're running home in like really low sectionals, you, you can only get as close as you can. Yeah. And the other thing that I wanted to ask about just with last Saturday night, just when the fields were released earlier in the week, were you shocked? Did you have to do a double take when he had the inside draw there, barrier one? Because normally with blank sedans, he's either six, seven or the outside of the second row. So that would have been a real shock to the system. He finally drew a gate. Oh, I was so happy. I just, I just thought, right, we're just winning. <laughs> but then, then you start going over and over, and by Saturday night, I couldn't see him winning. So yeah, I just got less and less confident all week. Yeah. But you made the trip to Brisbane on the weekend, so you you came up from Tari. You wanted to be trackside, and uh, I'm sure you're glad you made the trip. Yeah, yeah, it's hard for me. We get really busy here in winter, but been real dry on the farm we put have to put out a lot of feed every day and yeah it's just uh it's busy and and hard to get away but i ended up by getting busier and busier all week and i ended up flying up on saturday i drove down to newcastle and flew up and then flew back sunday so it was pretty good yeah absolutely it didn't didn't take too much time out on me yeah so as it stands right now, we've got these big ones to come up. He's going to skip this week. He's going to bypass the Mr. Feelgood. You're going to focus on the Sunshine Sprint and the Blanks of Fate. He couldn't be any better this year and the way he is right now going into these big ones compared to last year. No, I don't think so. He's 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 starting to get pretty fit. I don't get to the track very often. I thought he looked a bit big Saturday night, but he he's such a great doer and he... he like when he goes a fortnight, he, he should be perfect though because he's had had some really strong runs in in preparation for these. Well, so, not only did yeah. you have black sedan, yeah, not only did you have black sedans competing on Saturday night, big wheels, the younger full brother, he was stepping out. So, in the straight, were your eyes, was your attention firmly on black sedans? Were you trying to keep an eye on big wheels as well? Yeah, I, I watched it a bit low in the stand, and I I thought, oh God, we're going to get beat. And as they come past halfway up, it didn't like he was going to get him. And then they went behind that um, tent a bit. I oh, was just down too low. And I, I just thought, oh, shit, we're, we're not going to make it. And next thing, Peter really got him in top gear and drove through. And I should have looked back at the screen, but uh, I'm not used to being there. So I, I'm always watching it on the telly, which is easy, and listening to your <laughs> great calls. But yeah, it was a massive relief to uh, hear that. And, Big wheels went good too, though. He, he was um, yeah. he was back and wide, and um, they did come home pretty pretty fast. Yeah. Well, he was beating ten meters, big wheels, and I think he's been clocking about fifty four five. So uh, he's low flying. He's going to back up this weekend, and he's going to take on the Mister Feelgood. And again, you've come up with the inside draw. So, what are the confidence levels like this weekend? Oh, I'm really hopeful. I he loves he loves the rail and. Um, but there's there's that wonderful horse from West Australia there. It'll be a wonderful race, I think. Yeah, I think it gives us a chance to be highly competitive with him from the gate. I'm going to put this out just, to you because I don't think anyone's sort of thought about this, but we have these three lead-up feature free-for-alls before we get to our feature events, the Sunshine Sprint and the Blanks of Faith. So we've got the Lucky Creed, we've got the Wandai's Mate, and we've got the Mr. Feelgood named after three iconic horses of harness racing. You've got two. If you can win again this weekend with uh, big wheels, 
I'm not sure if any horse has made a clean sweep of these features going into the big ones. That would be a feather in your cap. Oh, yeah. For an old dairy farmer from Taree, mate, it's pretty a miracle. <laughs> so do you make it the trip me up 40, again this take, took me 40 years to find them, though, mate. So I, I, put, in, I put in the long yards to, to find these fellas. Do you make the trip up again this weekend? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I um... I asked my wife to have the whole month off, but it looks like I'm going to be working it every day in between the harness racing. <laughs> it, it might be a bit easier that work now that you've got uh, you got some form, winning form as well. Oh, it's yeah, it's just um, one of one of the fellows that works with me here on the dairy asked me how I was on Monday morning, and I thought, God, it's going to take you half, take me half an hour to tell him how good I'm feeling. <laughs> so I just said, pretty good, you. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just really, so, and the boys at the farm, they all follow him, and yeah, it's great for us all. The track record was safe. They didn't look like they were going to get close to that 49-2 mark, so that was never in any danger. Uh, it was too cold. I, I had to buy a, I had to buy a coat in Queensland. I've never, and I've never bought a coat in Queensland in my life. <laughs> I had to buy one of them sleeveless, and, I, and I'm, I'm used to working on the farm. Gee, it was cold there on Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you had the three runners competing there on Saturday night. You got two on Saturday night because away we go. He steps out on the Rising Sun Consolation. So tell me this: when you went down to the stables and you were looking at your three horses there, and they're all related. So you know, two are full brothers, and away we go is a half brother. They're so very different in type, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. And characters. Black Dance tried to bite me bite me all night he just air uh, he, he was in a real mood and and big wheels he just sat there beautiful he, he he didn't even move and and um away we go was poor on the ground trying to get tangled in his lead and yeah he was playing around all night but yeah they're all they're, they're just so, such lovely horses away we go to the tallest of them mm. and um yeah. but, and like Big black sedan, he's big and real, like heavy horse, and and yet his full brother's a bit finer. He pumps up when Is he gets it... out there, though. Big wheels. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Have you received any offers for North America for any of these horses? Oh yeah, they tried tried pretty hard, but I I'm uh, 64 now, and Albion Park's not going forever. I just couldn't do it. Money's not everything. Yeah. Compared enough. to the joy I get from these fellas. Yeah. Well, you get two bites at the cherry this year. You got the carnival, uh, and you're in you know fine form as it is with both of these horses, big wheels and black sedans. And then you've got the end of dominion later in the year as well. So that's that's something else that you've got something to look forward to. Yeah, I, I really think big wheels will really come on by then, and he'll, he'll be the equal of his brother by then. Okay. And then, oh, they're just so there's so such brilliant horses like Leap to Fame and and like yeah, I, I we're we're big odds, but we'll be trying. Can he be beaten, Leap to Fame? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Oh, he scares me a bit. I I backed him heavy in the Derby last year, and he is just so impressive that night, and he's just gone on and on with it. Hey, yeah.
Yeah, he's some sort of horse. There's no question about it. But your guys are absolutely flying, no question. So uh, Black yeah, if we get, there. If we get a look at yep. him. We'll, we'll have a, we'll have a go at him. But I, I uh, you know, I I think he's uh, near on invincible. All right. I really appreciate the time this morning, John. We'll see you trackside again this weekend, hoping to claim all three of these uh, lead-up features. Oh, that'd be a miracle, mate. I just. Just if we if we weigh in, I'll be happy. Well, miracles do happen. Miracles do happen. So <laughs> you've got to have the faith. You've got to have the faith. Yes, yes. Oh, I got a lot of faith. I, I just really believe in the big blacks to dance, and and the big wheels are starting to starting to improve. So we just yeah, we're blessed, really. Yeah. Appreciate the time, John. See you trackside. Good on you, mate. Bye. Right. John Polson, owner breeder of both Black Sedans and Big Wheels. Big Wheels and away we go. They're starting this Saturday night. Black Sedans gets the week off, so he'll be primed and ready to go for next week with the Garrard Sunshine Sprint. So Queensland certainly has uh, a strong hand to play in these free, uh, free-for-all features, and it was a 1-2-3 result there last week for Queensland. Black Sedans beating Turn It Up and Hot and Treacherous. So the, uh, the locals to the fore. The big race on Saturday night, well, one of the other big races, without doubt, is going to be the Rising Sun. Barry Draw conducted last night, just looking at the latest figures. He's now a $1.33 leap to fame. Uh, next best in betting, we've got my ultimate Ronnie and can't find a better man, seven fifty each of two. Well, what was that I wanted to profile this morning is the Victorian Cobber. He's at $34. He's trained by a living legend in Jeff Webster. He was at the trials last week, and he looked really sharp winning his trial. Jeff Webster joins us now. Jeff, appreciate the time. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Yeah, very good. When was the last time you either campaigned a horse in Queensland or drove yourself here in Queensland? Uh, I think the last one I took up there was Scruffy Murphy. That would have to be 15 years ago. And uh, I reckon I drove uh, one for Stewie Hunter Bronski, uh, one of the Bronski. He was a cold yeah, okay. two-year-old. Um, that's okay. a pretty, they haven't been there for a long time. So what made you think of Queensland and this carnival this year? Uh, I thought that um, both of mine are just definitely on the way up and uh, there's nothing here in particular for the next six weeks in Victoria to sort of, you know, they're just basic free-for-alls uh, every week and the three-year-olds are just basic ones every week and uh, because Doug's platters want to, two or three races, he always, always draws poorly in those, so uh, yeah, it was just an opportunity and Ant was going up with his horse and uh, I said, well, I might just take these two up and see how they go and Cobb has improved out of sight and uh, with also the end of Dominion around the corner, we'll see if we're wasting our time or not. Yeah, fair enough. Well, there's no denying his current form, Cobber. He's won his last three. They've all come at Melton. The thing that stands out about this guy, Jeff, is his speed. He's a fast horse. Yeah, he's uh, he's just matured over the last six months. And, um, yeah, he, he's always uh, used to have a spreader on before and, and always was just a little bit rough in his gear. But uh, this time in, I've taken that off him. And he, he's just got so much confidence now that he's, uh, yeah, he, he's also got you know, a bit of toughness about him too. He's always got a bit of heart in his races. So he can follow a good speed, no question about it. You're almost guaranteed to get a good tempo in this race on the weekend. Yeah, it's not a bad draw. You know, it looks bad on paper, but uh, I'd rather draw there than four, five or six. Um, the good horse outside us also. 
uh, yeah, we'll just let it all unfold in front of us and, um, yeah, just see, see where we're going at the finish. Well, you've seen and raced against a lot of good horses uh, over a long period of time. Is this guy beatable leap to fame, in your opinion? Oh, not on what I've seen so far. I mean, he's, yeah, you know, you just don't win three derbies and do what he did at Redcliffe the other week and break the track record like he did. And, yeah, he he's something very special. So I, I think he's nearly unbeatable. But, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be happy to run second. Mm, no doubt. Now, just on that Redcliffe performance, you, you've been to Redcliffe, so you know the dimensions of the track and how it's sort of set up. So as you just saw, highlighted there... Um, it, it sort of needs to be seen to be believed what he did that night and the time that he ran. Unbelievable it was, yeah. Like he, uh, yeah, I, I thought he couldn't win at the bell. I thought he's too far back and, you know, they, they were running and uh, and they kept running the whole way and, uh, yeah, he just rounded them up, you know, uh, with ease. So, yeah, no, I think he's, uh, you know, uh, he, he's going to be odds on favour for the end of the minute at this stage is the way he's going. Yeah. Your guy had a little trial there on Friday just to blow out the cobwebs following the trip north. Were you happy with what you're seeing there? Yeah. Yeah, he just sat back and uh, Ants was very happy, but he couldn't get there to drive him. Um, but, yeah, he, he dashed out really nice. And, uh, yeah, he, he would have done a lot more work during this week uh, just to chain him up a bit more. So, And he travelled. Both of them travelled up well. Well, as you saw, Doug's photo one as well. So, uh uh, they've they travelled up and done a treat up there as they normally do coming out of our cold winter and going up there, they appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they can go a little bit better this, this week. Okay. If he does perform well and say it, it's a top five finish, what do you look at next with Cobber up here? Uh, I'd go I'd, I'd go into the, the next uh, race the following week. Again, he, you know, yeah. while he's up there, I, I'd keep racing him. Um, yeah. As long as you know, he's, a, he's a tough little horse and nothing bothers him. So, and, and actually, the racing does him the world of good. He's better off having his races closer together than spread out. So, yeah, no, while he's there, he'll go around the following week if, if he goes good enough. Okay, and that's good to know at the end of Dominion later this year that the uh, the four runs in the fortnight won't hurt him. No, 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 no. That's you know, and this trip away and all this sort of stuff is uh, going to be to his benefit if uh, he gets to where I think he might. Okay. Well, that's Cobber lining up in the rising sun. You're in the winner's circle there on Saturday night with a three-year-old, Doug's Platter. Uh, he was awesome. He was three back on the inside. And as soon as he got to the outside, you could just sense that he was just going to round them up quickly. 28, 27, two on the way home. That's leader to winner. So his splits would have been very sharp. Yeah, he's a little bit underrated. And uh, I didn't have any, uh, any problems in sending him north as well because... Um... He's always just keeps drawing poorly and has always has to do the work sort of thing in his races down here against good quality horses. Um, so it, it didn't really surprise me um, because yeah, he's uh, he's a horse on the way up as well. Okay, well he's got to overcome a second row draw just like Cobber. He's drawn ten on Saturday night in the South East Derby. Yeah, same scenario. I, I don't mind it too much because. Uh, he won't be in the early battle, and um, he's very versatile. Uh, he can follow speed as well, or he can do it tough. So, uh, yeah, if they run a real genuine speed, if not, you know, better than genuine, well then he'll he'll be running on as you saw the other night. Mm. Ends told me last week uh, he's only driven in once prior to last Saturday night. He was able to win there. He led, and then on Saturday night come from behind. So, Ants is trying to protect an unbeaten record with this guy on the weekend as well. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's only had the two drives on him. And, uh, yeah, no, Ant's always just, you know, he just produces it on the good nights that he's done for all his life. So uh, it's great to have him on board. So this guy, uh, Jeff Doug's platter, he's the younger half-brother to Doug's babe who's now in North America? Yeah, yeah, no, we sold her to America and she's she's absolutely flying over there. Um, yeah, so she's racing the, the top mares over there and uh, competing very well. So, uh, yeah, I've got the mare and uh, we've, I've probably got a couple more out of her at the moment. Okay. Uh, are you at all surprised how, how well she's adapted or how quickly she's adapted to the North American scene? In a way, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they didn't mess around. You know, she went straight over there back into work and, and then raced the top mares. Um, over there. They had a good mares series over there and uh, she competed. I think she won two of the heats and, and ran un- very unlucky not to win the final. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, she's, she's just... Um, they, they, well, they can't believe, you know, how good she's become. They didn't realise, you know, when they bought her that she was going to be this good. Yeah, well, she's doing a super job, no question about that. And the other one... Um, in the DJA, the Darrell Alexander Trotting Championship final on Saturday night, Aldebaran Misty, you used to prepare this mare, didn't you? Yeah, I. Well, my partner owns her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, she owns. Uh, they're all. I put them in her name, and Doug's paid as hers as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I sent it up to Jack, and uh, uh, knowing full well the standing starts would suit her well. She's she's always been a little bit on the weak side with the tough mobiles down here all the time. So, uh, um, yeah, you know, but she's gone to another level as well. You know, Jack was sort of only contemplating going in the DJA. And uh, anyway, she's just grown another leg and a uh, good chance of winning again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's always great to have you uh, competing at a carnival. There's no question. And we're lucky and fortunate to have you here in Queensland. It's been a long time coming, like I said. I was uh, sort of going through the records just to try and find last time you were here, but uh, it's good to see you back and in winning form. Hopefully that trend continues on Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to it. We're coming up for a few days, so it'll be uh, really nice. Yeah, good to catch up. Appreciate the time, Jeff. No worries, Chris. There's Jeff Webster, a living legend of the uh, harness racing game. Uh, he's got an unbelievable record, wonderful horseman, and it was great to see him in the winner's circle there last Saturday night with Doug's platter. So Cobber steps out. He tackles the rising sun going up against the might of uh, Leap to Fame. And he, uh, he will back up in the Southeast Derby in uh, Doug's Platter. So we wish Jeff all the very best of luck. We need to find a winner for today at Albion Park. Sean Grimsey's got the stable going well. In the winner's circle last week at Reckless with Yogi, Macarena Matty was able to score. Let's hope this trend continues and he joins us online. Sean, appreciate the time. No worries at all, Chris. Good form for the stable last week. Were you happy with the results? Yeah, 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 you can't, yeah, always happy to get winners, so, yeah, we needed them, but, but no, it was good. Has Yogi been uh, a little bit of um, work in, in the making? Has he sort of taken a little bit of time to get sorted out? Uh, Yogi was that, sorry, the phone just went. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, no, he come, like, he come in good order and everything, but he just, we missed out on a couple of runs um, when we wanted some, and then... He sort he trialed pretty well, and and then he went into that Redcliffe series like that was sort of a bit a bit above him, but um, he was paid up, and you got to have a crack. But we're we're happy with his effort in the final on that. So yeah, no, he's been all right. Okay, do you think he'll get to Saturday night level in time? Uh, 
well, he seems to have enough speed, which I think is the main thing. So, yeah, it would, like, let's strengthen up a bit over time. So maybe 12 months, yeah, he might get there. Mm. All right. Let's talk about the three runners today. You've got Aphorism going around in race seven. He's drawn gate eight, the inside of the second row. So you're probably hoping for that little bit of luck. But if the one holds up here, does that does that make him a real threat, Aphorism? Yeah, I would have thought so. Like, obviously, um, he had the trip a couple of weeks ago behind Bitcoin um, and, and ran second. And today's just following Despondent, who's going well and... It's coming back to a mile, so it'll but it'll probably finish off a bit stronger than it did over twenty one last time. But yeah, no, but he'll he'll be in there. He's he's going all right. He'll be mm. a chance. You look at that yeah, you look at that front row and it looks loaded with pace. So, you know, the faster the better for aphorism. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He he should have enough speed to punch through and hold respondents back anyway. Yeah. Now I'm surprised that he hasn't won for your stable aphorism. In fact he's been out of the winner's <laughs> circle for some time, so are you shocked by that? Oh, uh, he so he's, he can go a little indifferent at times. Um, so like he's put some he's put some good runs in and like run second and third and that. And then we're trying him in stands and he probably just wasn't getting away quick enough to be in the right right spot. And the one day he did, he sort of got held up a bit. So yeah, it's probably these veterans are probably his go. So if we keep him in, then he should he should win one. All right. Stables duly represented in the last race. Swaggy Shannon back in twenty. How do you rate these two horses? Uh, old Swaggy, and like that, we probably so he's a bit of a favourite, Michelle of mine. But um, he look, he's obviously got good ability and and that sort of thing. He like I don't think we've raced a horse as unlucky as him. He just he just never seems to go his way, but he's always running great sectionals. So um, hopefully he can lead today, and we'll see what happens. Last time he led in one of these veterans, he went enormous. Um, and yeah, he's like just a cool little horse. And back in twenty, um, he'd probably prefer twenty one hundred. Like he's yeah, he's a good horse. He probably lacks a bit of high speed. But, yeah, so the 2100 would suit him better. But he's drawn there. He's run a good race over the mile line there before. So, yeah, hopefully he's good. The, stand, the stands weren't his go, were they? No. First time we stood him up at home, he got away like an absolute jet. And I thought, oh, these might be all right for him, you know. But um, I suppose he progressively got worse at him, <laughs> which isn't good. <laughs> so of the trio today, which, which one do you rate? Uh, well, I think aphorism probably, probably despondent looks the leader, I thought, so he probably looks like sitting in there. Um, so I'd say he'd be the pick of the three. Okay. All right. Well, that's race seven, number eight, aphorism. The rising sun takes place on Saturday night, Sean. Um, uh, and you know, if, if all went to plan, Teddy Disco would be lining up here. What's the update with Teddy? Uh, no, no, he's back jogging and feeling super, um, super sound. Um, yeah, no, he's really good. Looks, looks great. Um, bit overweight like his trainer, but, um, no, but he's, he's in good order. So how far away would it be, uh, till we see him back at the track? Oh, uh, I'd reckon, uh, what are we sort of beginning in July now? I reckon the beginning of October we'll trial. That'll sort of be the... 
plan, everything went well. Yeah. The end of Dominion, is that likely or unlikely at this stage? Uh, like being a third at Brisbane, um, we'll nominate and and um, hopefully all's going well and you get a start. Um, but I think it's fair to say the end of Dominion series aren't as strong as they used to be over the years. Not all the good horses come anymore. Um, can't really see any of the big New Zealand ones coming again and maybe the Western Australians probably won't. So, yeah, I think I think it's worth nominating for. Okay, fair enough. Let's play hypothetical. If if he was fit and firing and the best Teddy turned up on Saturday night and he was lining up in the rising sun, how would he go? Um, oh, uh, he'd speak to fame, looks to stand out. Um, I think everyone agrees with that. He'd, like, speak the truth. He, he was unbelievable last week. Uh, but, like, he's... As I said before, he's raced like he's beaten Ultimate Ronnie in a race before, and and like he's beaten Speak the Truth before. Although they they're probably going better now than when he beat him, but and like he, in Danger Zone, he I thought he was good last week. So Tim's a trooper's flying. Like yeah, if 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 he's a hundred percent and gets a bit of gets a bit of a draw on him, he's capable of beating him. All right, fair enough. Now tell me this: Do you think Queensland can run one, two, three in the Rising Sun this week? Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, okay. I think so. I haven't had a real good look at it, but it's um, yeah, I think. Well, ultimate Ronnie's sort of drawn in a bit close, so he, he might get a bit hard to beat. But um, mm. yeah, but they're, they're still like they're good horses from down south. But yeah, I think we could. Okay, fair enough. Hey, really appreciate the time. Appreciate the update on Teddy. And good luck with those three runners today. Aphorism, Swaggy, Shannon, and back in 20. No worries. Thanks a lot, Chris. There's Sean Grimsey joining us. We'll see him trackside later today at Albion Park. Let's find a winner for this meeting today. And our man that joins us each and every Tuesday is Racetrack Ralph. He's online. He's, uh, he's ready to go for the weekend. He's got his two, uh, two cents worth as well for the rising sun. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Thoughts on the rising sun? He attempted to take the dollar thirty-three about leap to fame. Oh, it's money in the bank. <laughs> Plain and simple, isn't it? That's exactly right. I'll be there on Saturday night in the black and white check coat, okay. and uh, you'll you'll hear me the loudest. All right. I'll ask you the same question I just asked Sean. Can Queensland run one, two, three in the rising sun? Oh, don't know about that. I'm. Uh, we know who the winner's going to be, but gee, uh, the second and third, there's a couple of visitors in there that can going to give a good shake to to fill the minor placings in uh, my ultimate running and can't find a better man. Yeah, it certainly looks um, looks like it's going to be an interesting little battle there, a bit of a, a New South Wales, Queensland state of origin feel about it. So that's on Saturday night. Wonderful program. We need to line the pockets for Saturday night. So what have you found today at Albion Park? Where do we go shopping today? Look, we're going to go race four, number two in uh, Blackjack Beth. Look, this filly, she's only had the one win at the creek, and that was over 12 months ago. But today she's drawn to lead and win, uh, given the conditions. Now, she showed good gate speed uh, to lead last week, and that was before finishing a very close second to the uh, race favourite and Empress Byline. Look, today she's back to the 1660, which is ideal for her. And uh, I think Grant Dixon will play catch me if you can tactics with the other runners. 
which is probably the very same tactics he'll apply on Saturday night in the rising in the rising sun with Larry. <laughs> there you go. So uh, blackjack bet today, race four, number three, two thirty with Tab right now. You happy with the two thirty? Yeah, take that and have it all up on Leap to Fame. Righto. So we're on the uh, the Dixon bandwagon this week. So that's race four, number three, blackjack bet two thirty today. That's the that's the prize. Uh, the race jumps at three thirty-seven. It's the last leg of the early tab quaddy. So we'll stand her out there, blackjack bet. I know there's a lot of form for you to, uh, to do between now and Saturday night. Appreciate the time today, and we'll see you trackside. Yeah, thanks very much, Chris. There's Racetrack Ralphie joining us. So, uh, yeah, Blackjack Bet, 2.30 right now with Tab Fix Price. And just looking at those Tab Fix markets for Saturday night, they're up already for the Rising Sun and the Great Square. They're up last night straight after those barrier draws. So Don Hugo, Rock and Roll Hammer, they're the two three-year-olds competing this year. Don Hugo, 34, Rock and Roll Hammer, $41.00. My ultimate Ronnie seven fifty. Tim's a trooper at twenty six. Can't find a better man seven fifty. Speak the truth thirteen dollars. Leap to fame a dollar thirty three. The emergency is Racy Roxy at one hundred and twenty six. Alta Revelry at one hundred and twenty six. Future Assured one hundred and one. Cobber thirty four dollars. He's Charlie's Angel coming up from Victoria eighty one dollars and Danger Zone at one hundred and twenty six. So he's a clear choice there. Leap to fame at a dollar thirty three. He did open a dollar thirty last night, so he's just got out. And as far as the Great Square is concerned, we've got Kenichurio, one hundred and twenty-six, rocking with attitude, five dollars. London to a brick comes up from Sydney, nine fifty. Albizia, seventeen dollars, unbeaten since joining Jared Elchin from New Zealand. Hot to trot a winner last week, eight dollars. RC Phoenix from Victoria, two forty. My Alderman Eddie, Paris K, she's a chance. They're all at one hundred and twenty-six dollars. Top of the moment. $26. Courage Stride, $350. I'm a Gypsy Queen, $126. And Gus at $41. So RC Phoenix for Chris Finozio, the favourite for the inaugural running of the Great Square. A new race for the Trotters, three and four year olds. And they're chasing good money, $150,000 up for grabs there. So that's all in front of us on Saturday night. Rocking with Attitude. Uh, Orchid Stride, the David Miles runners, they're due to arrive tomorrow. I think uh, Courage Stride, he's due to arrive tomorrow as well. Both David Miles and uh, Chris Lang from the Melton Trials last night. A lot of talk around Emma Stewart, no runners there. As we learnt last week, very late last week, the lost storm, not there. Many were expecting representation from the leading trainer in Australia this weekend. Not to be, but there's still there's still talk about that she could be here Next week, so that's July 15, and the following week, July 22. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, that team shapes up. Mac Dan was successful on Saturday night. Amore Vita, she was very good running second behind Mac Dan. So there's obvious options for those two horses. The Golden Girl for Amore Vita, and both the Sunshine Sprint and the other uh, Blacks are fake for Mac Dan. And it'll be interesting to see what three-year-olds come up. Uh, number of nice fillies in that stable, number of nice colts and gildings in that stable. Does the Lost Storm still come up for the Queensland Derby? There was a school of thought across the weekend that he may still come for a shot at the Queensland Derby. We'll wait and see. But uh, a great night in front of us on Saturday night. We've got nine races today at Albion Park. We kick off at 1.47. That is mobile rolling for this Tuesday. We'll have plenty more coming up tomorrow.